everybody, and welcome to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my sister and co-host and partner in crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. Do you like our uh, snowfall? I love our snowfall. It's perfect for tonight. Isn't it? That's what I thought. It's, we actually don't have snow tonight, which is amazing. We saw the sun today. We did. For the it's first time here. in... In a, well, about eight days, I think, that we did not had this on at all. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and we have hardly any snow, and Christmas is in two days. Yeah, what the hell? I've got quite a bit more than you do, but yeah, see, we lost almost all of ours. We got we have just a little skiff now, but a couple mm-hmm. of days ago, it got to be like 43 degrees and yeah, and a little bit rainy, and we lost almost all of our snow. Yeah, it's weird. It kind of yeah. seems like maybe we'll have one of those years where we don't get much, you know, that we kind of get. Precipitation, maybe, but not piles. Not of a snow. lot of snow. That's know. not at all what the farmer's almanac says. The farmer's it's almanac not. says we're going to get totally destroyed, but I'm hoping it's not true. I, I would take a light winter. I think we deserve it. It would be nice. Oh, we have been good all year. Apologies. Yes, <laughs> we have. We have been good all year. Damn it, we really have. Well, this, of course, is our Wednesday night updates. So we do have mm-hmm. some updates for you and another case to talk a little bit about. I want to welcome you guys to the chat. Hello, Mouth of the South, Cranky, Patsy, Fran. Welcome, guys. Um, You know, we decided that we'd go ahead and keep Wednesdays through the end of the year, even though it's, you know, we're in a little holiday period, but we want to be here. So here we are. And of course, we've had three cases break already this, um, yeah, this week. I almost said month. No, we've done a whole lot more than that. (laughs) Including the Zodiac Killer with yes. our prediction of who the Zodiac Killer is. So if you haven't watched that. Yep. We broke the Zodiac Killer case this morning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the week day before that, we had Cleoshindra Hall. And mm-hmm. the week or the, the day, get it together, uh, before that uh, was the Doodler. So yes. three really good cases this week. Yeah, really very interesting. And we did... <laughs> Hint about doing a follow-up um, of the Zodiac case with some mediumship, and mm-hmm. that has met with lots of interest. So, uh, you mm-hmm. know, be watching for that after the holidays. I'm sure we're going to do it. Yeah, for sure we will. Yeah. Well, how's it going? Um, You know, it's going really well. I'm still a little stunned that Christmas is in two days, but um, other than that, it's it's really good. I'm just, I don't know. It all happened so fast this year that it almost doesn't even feel like it is the holidays. Yeah. I don't know how to explain that because this has been the longest year in history. And yet (laughs) this is all rushed up at the end for me. (laughs) What the hell? But I hear you for sure. Well, I'm asking the chatters too. How are you guys? Are you ready for Christmas? Are you even celebrating Christmas? Uh, Yeah. How is everyone doing? I'm pretty close. I, well, we woke up this morning with no water. Oh, which I know your furnace broke a few days ago and you guys did and to cope with that every year, but we yep. got to fix So we woke up this morning with no water and we're, we live kind of in the country. We lived in the country when we bought our house, but a lot of progress has come up around us. So I still consider us to be in the country, at least enough to be on a private well. Yeah. And so when you don't have water, you, it's on you. <laughs> There's no right. one to call, you know, except for the well fixer. But, you know, that's actually Scott. My husband can pretty much, you know, fix most of the things that go wrong around here, but mm-hmm. to up the day before Christmas Eve and have, we'll have all of our kids. They're all here now for the whole rest of the week. And I was just like, you've got to be effing kidding me. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. But it has this 
part, the, the electrical box that luckily is mounted at the top of the well, not clear down inside of it, that every once in a while it burns out. We, it's, we've probably replaced it. Well, we've lived here for 20 years, but we've probably replaced it five or six times, but we just replaced it four months ago. And so I don't know why it went bad again. That's Scott feels like that might not be good news for our well, that maybe our pump is trying to go bad. So fingers crossed that'll at least wait for till summer so we don't have to pull our well in the winter. Yeah. That would suck a lot. Um, but either way, you know, we the pump's never been replaced in the entire 20 years we've lived here. So it's oh. possible. But anyway, this little electrical part is like 80 bucks. It's a five minute fix. It's not a big deal. So thank God. That's well, all it was. He didn't think that's what it was. He said, it's not acting the same way as it normally does when this happens. And he checked the voltage and he said, anyway, he said, I don't think that's what it is. And I'm really worried that we're going to have to like have a major well repair right now. Whew. No, that fixed it all as well. Fingers Ooh. crossed. Yeah. Relief. Yeah. Not having water. Just that's, mm. that's a, it's a no from me. Yes, as is not having heat, which is what happened to us at the end of last week. Also a no from me. Yeah. You know, do you remember, you know, the movie, The Christmas Story and how the dad goes down in the basement and does battle with their boiler. I feel like that about our freaking furnace because we fix it (laughs) at least twice a winter. And we, you know, have Mm -hmm. seriously considered replacing it. And our furnace guy's like, oh, it'll probably run 20 more years. Oh, and we'll fix it like 40 more times in that 20 years. <laughs> I, that thing. I can just but hear you I... or Rhonda's voice coming up from the basement. Mm-hmm. Rick'em, rack'em, frick'em, frack'em. Yeah, that's pretty much how it <laughs> works. Uh, but we found a really good furnace guy who comes and he's quite reasonable and he got her going pretty quick. So we're all right. Good. Well, good news. Yeah, because you're hosting Christmas Eve, bro. You can't have no heat. Uh, right. I you know. know how I roll. <laughs> I do. I do. And, you know, we're lucky we live in a brick house. And so even just, you know, one electric heater does a pretty good job in here because the house is very, it's very insulated. Yeah. But, you know, we haven't had any sub zeros. And if we did, it would be a whole different thing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and Renee says, look, it's snowing in our houses. Yes. Mm-hmm. We had this little feature we could use today. So we apparently also have no roofs. <laughs> yeah. Roofs are gone too. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, while I was uh, lamenting not having water this morning, I thought, you know, I am pr- so privileged, it's ridiculous, and I really need to remember that and have a whole lot of gratitude for the house I do have and, you know, and the fact that we can fix it. And, yeah, anyway, all that is amazing. well. Now, I do have a little pig who is uh, really in the pig pen tonight. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Mars left her bedroom door open and that's where um, the presents are all going currently to keep the piggies out of them and went batting. And I was downstairs working on a project and didn't know. And I just suddenly had a gut feeling. And I said to my son, go upstairs and see what the pigs are doing. I just am wondering. Oh yeah. He was locked in her bedroom and had eaten an entire box of Ferrero Rochers that she bought for her dad for Christmas and had torn into one gift of mine, of course. But anyway, <laughs> it's okay. Like, life goes on. He It was a box of alcohol inks for resin. And he ruined one out of, like, 40. So, you know, life goes on. Uh, we'll have but to was he drunk? It. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> An entire box of Rochers. It was, like, a big box. Anyway, so Ooh, nobody nice. likes him right now. But... <laughs> But, you know, I mean, they, 
there's a really easy remedy for this and it's called shut your bedroom door. <laughs> it is, it is oh, an extremely difficult thing at my house for people to do. And I don't know why, because we've had pigs for three years. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that you shouldn't leave your bedroom door open ever. And somehow people just are, they do it. And I don't really know what to say about that, except for that, shut your damn door. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, it's just the thought I had. So anyhow, she's like a good one. So pissed at Zig, she can barely speak, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. So, <laughs> well, we do have stuff. Oh, well, let's see. I was actually going to take a look. And Cranky said she's good. She's having a quiet holiday at home. No extended family, just the two of them relaxing. Well, that's nice. That nice. is really nice. Yep, for sure. <laughs> oh, Cranky said pickled pork, right? I know. I told mm-hmm. these two. Here's my threat to them. I, my threat is always, I am going to, I'm getting on Amazon right now to order a hot shot. <laughs> <laughs> I've never done it. I never. If you don't know what a hot shot is. We grew up on a pig farm and hot mm-hmm. shots are a, they're kind of a pig taser because pigs have very thick skin. Yeah. So then mm-hmm. this electrical thing, anyway, farmers use. Mm-hmm. And pigs not are stubborn really as hell. Yeah. I'm not really going to tase my pigs, but you know, they're out. We've had moments. Yeah. <laughs> We've I had moments. Say. Yeah. Anyway, well, other than that, you know, all truly is just completely fine. But <laughs> <laughs> so want to talk a little bit again tonight about the Vallow case, uh, because, you know, the thunder keeps rolling. Mm, boy, <laughs> doesn't it, though? So as you might recall, last week, we talked about the fact that Mark means and uh John Pryor's attorney. Yes, John Pryor. All I could think was resting toad face. Uh John Pryor. <laughs> no, that's bad. Both filed last week documents uh alleging misconduct on the part of the prosecutor and demanding to have him released from the case. I uh, the prosecutor responded with an affidavit, uh, you know, claiming that, you know. He didn't do shit, as well as uh, asking for an emergency order from the judge to seal the transcript and the recording. A a protection order. Yeah, so that it would not be uh, released to the press. Mm -hmm. By the time he filed that, it was already released to the press. Oh, yeah. This was a circus that Pryor and Means started. And, you know. Intentionally. Clearly, intentionally. Uh, in the meantime, then Means filed for a protection order on the case to try to make it so that the prosecutor would be ordered to step back from the case and not be allowed to do a single thing further on it until this matter was heard by the judge. So the judge hath spoken. They had a quick private uh, hearing this week, and he said, no, I'm not going to order the prosecutor to stop working on this case until we meet. No, I am not going to order anyone to not uh, release the transcript, which it would have been pointless because it had already been done. So, you know, that there was that was pointless at this point. Uh, And what he did do is he vacated the hearing that was supposed to happen on the 6th of February of January. They were supposed to be discussing the uh, change of venue. And he has vacated that. In lieu of, uh, or instead, they'll be hearing, you know, talking about whether or not the prosecutor should be released from the case. Right. So the transcripts, or at least a portion of them, have been released. 
what happened basically is that Wood Wood's office was contacted by Zulima Pastenas and or her attorney basically saying that she wanted to talk to him and then Summer Shiflet as well. So they are both represented by a guy by the name of Smith in Arizona. So well, we should probably say who Zulema and Summer are in case. Okay, so Zulema was Alex's wife, very briefly. Alex Cox being, of course, uh, one of the people who was suspected in this case, one of the co-conspirators, as well as uh, Lori's brother. And then Summer Shiflet is Lori's sister. Yes. So Wood flew to Arizona in October and had a introductory meeting with both of these women on separate days with their attorney who happens to be the same person. Mm -hmm. Their attorney recorded these meetings without the knowledge of the prosecutor, which in Arizona is legal. Uh, It's very Mm -hmm. questionable why you would do that. And then took those recordings and gave them to the defense. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it's hard to not look at it and go, were they trying to set him up? Like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Wood says that it appears to him from what he has seen of what they have released, that this is an incomplete transcript and that it may have been altered or doctored. Uh, yeah. It, but what he did say, we haven't seen all of it. Only part of it has been released. But what they have released Basically, Wood was talking shit on Mark Means. Wood told Summer Shiflet that he believes that Mark Means is not qualified to try this case, that he has never tried a felony trial before, and that Lori does not have good representation. Uh, Was it unprofessional for him to say that? I don't know. It's true. Who hasn't said that? You know? Right. But is that grounds to have him removed from the case? They're claiming that he was intimidating and coaching the witnesses and telling them what they have to say on the stand. And he's saying absolutely none of that happened. And so far, what we've seen from the transcripts, absolutely none of that happened. So, Well, and one of his points was, if I had done these egregious things, why did their attorney continue the conversation? Like, yeah. Their attorney was present the whole time. If that, if it was so bad, he could have said, yeah, we're, we're done with this conversation. Didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. No, their attorney sat there and was congenial the whole time. And then both of them took turns sitting with the Chandler Police Department and their detectives for a few hours on two different occasions, meetings that uh, Mr. Wood did not attend. Right. So, yeah, it's like they were totally cooperating This also happened in early October. And now at the end of of December, suddenly we're trying to use that as a way to remove Wood from the case. It seems extremely unlikely that he'll be removed from the case over this. You know, the judge may uh, admonish him about the way he talks to, you know, clients and whatnot. I don't know. It doesn't really seem like he's going to be removed from the case. I think that uh, at the end of the day, it's... uh, this is them, you know, just trying something because they don't have a defense. I, yeah, I think so. so. Yeah, I think well, because the other thing that none of this makes any sense about is that they were in Chandler, Arizona, and the mm-hmm. case that they, the cases that they were talking about with the police in Chandler, Arizona, 
are not Idaho cases, don't have anything to do with Idaho cases. Neither one of these people has testified in Idaho about a damn thing. So what does this conversation have to do with Chad Daybell and Lori Vallow's trials? Nothing. I mean, this is about investigations that are going on in Arizona related to them in different deaths, but not Mm -hmm. in the case that's currently happening here in Idaho. And that's the part that I'm like, this doesn't have anything to do with what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's wild, but also it's exciting to me to see the Chandler police sitting down with these people and having long conversations with them because these are active investigations that they are having looking into the deaths that happened in Arizona. So it's Mm -hmm. good stuff. It is. Uh, When you accuse the prosecuting attorney of these kinds of things, you got to be ready. You better have a smoking gun. And it seems as though they don't, you know, that they have a, hey, he was rude about me and I don't like that. Mm -hmm. But uh, that's about all they have. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens on January 6th. I would be extremely surprised to see Wood removed from this case. Me too. You know, but I don't think they have any. I I think that they're stupid, as usual, that they're Mm -hmm. making these huge allegations. I mean, you don't make an allegation like that against a prosecutor without, you know, like you said, a smoking gun. And it sure doesn't seem like that's what they have. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, sunshine. It's so good to see you in the chat. Yes, it is. I'm sending you a virtual hug, my friend. You've been on my mind lately. It's good to see you here. Good to see you guys all in the chat. In fact, I hope that, uh, again, we hope that you guys are taking it as easy as you can. Yes. <laughs> but, and and by the way, totally off topic, but while we're saying it, or while I'm saying that, I hope that you guys are doing well with the uh, conjunction that happened on the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. Because that has created, this week, a lot of ungrounded people, uh, a lot of kind of buzzy, angry energy. And mm-hmm. yes, so if that's you, get thyself outside, get some grounding with the earth. You're gonna need it for yeah. sure. Yep. Paula says, telling Summer that Lori has a crappy attorney sounds like a good thing. Somebody needs to convince her she isn't being represented well. You know, she will use that as grounds for appeal. Well, and that's the thing. Right. Everyone knows that she has a shit attorney. Everyone's right. been saying it, you know, and that's, she should. Honestly, I wish that the courts would force means off of this case so that there cannot be a day when she gets to come back and say that she wasn't adequately represented. You know, it just, right. I hate that he's still on the case. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I, I do too. And I, you know, I really do question like was, was Wood out of line on that? Or was he actually trying to protect her legal rights by saying to a family member, hey, this attorney is not up to much here. You might consider convincing her to get a different attorney. I wonder. I also mm-hmm. wondered what the context of the conversation was. Was yeah. Summer saying that she was concerned? Right. And, and we don't know. Yeah. And he agreed. We don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me wonder if that's really what was happening, if she initiated that conversation. Right. And yeah, then, of course, I also wonder if, 
these fools were trying to set him up in some way, you know? Well, it, it seems to be the only way that they have any kind of defense because there is no actual defense for the crimes that they are charged with. Mm-hmm. So right. it does seem like, you know, this kind of stuff is all they've got. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, and the other thing that kind of sticks in my craw about this whole conversation is why did Smith record these conversations without the knowledge of the prosecutor? Yes, I know it's legal. It's a one-party state in Arizona, but still, mm-hmm. you're dealing with a prosecutor, you know, from another state. He's meeting with your client in good faith. Why? Why do that? Why well, do that? Why not? Why not just say? I mean, I would imagine he would kind of expect it. So why not just say, "Hey, you know, as you would probably do yourself, we're going to record this." Like, right? Why? Why be sneaky about it? I know the whole thing just stinks. It's so stupid, but. Yes. Anyway, we'll just uh, we'll just keep seeing what happens here. So pretty interesting. Okay. Yep. Bianca says she's been totally ungrounded, dropping things and tripping yesterday. Oh, I have dropped so many things. I am mad at myself. I don't know. <laughs> I'm telling you. Me too. Uh, and then, uh, oh, JR said she's also been anxious for no reason lately. Yep. This is a big shift. And ultimately, it's a really good shift. This is a return of the light in a lot of different ways. I mean, the winter solstice is that anyway. But this conjunction is bringing a really good, higher vibration to us. But we've got to adjust to it now. Mm-hmm. So keep grounding. Get yourself outside. Carry a dark stone. Take a sea salt bath. You know, do some things for your root chakra to help you to ground. And you'll feel better. And you'll probably have to do that more than more than a few times because we're adjusting Mm -hmm. to a new frequency and it's a good, you know, again, it's a good shift, but we're feeling it. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. It is visceral for sure. Mm -hmm. So that's it for now on the means case. We'll just keep tracking it. uh, The means case. (laughs) That's what it feels like right now, isn't it? Yeah. It's, It's more of that. Your honor, he's picking on me. It really is just another extension of that. I think. You know, yeah. that's just been his way all along. So, oh, always, always. I mean, with none of us have ever forgotten the uh, that first uh, hearing when he was, the you know, spent two and a half hours explaining <laughs> to the judge how rude the prosecutor had been to him. Yeah, 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 for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very interesting. All righty. Well, Christy, you have a case, a rarity, a rarity, a female serial killer. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about this. This is pretty interesting. This is going on uh, right now. There's a, well, not this very moment, but there, this is going on in China. And this is a woman who was accused of killing seven people and spent 20 years on the run. Now she didn't do these killings alone. She was with her boyfriend at the time, uh, Fa Zaying. So her name is Lao Rongzi. She's 46. And she was um, about a year ago caught after having been on the run for 20 years. So she has claimed all along that she was a victim and that her boyfriend um, beat her and uh, tortured her and forced her to be involved with the murders that uh, they committed together. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'll see how that all comes out. He was arrested in July of 1999 
and convicted of seven murders and executed in December of that year. Now there is a big wow. in the legal system. They are not messing around. No, the, the prosecutor of this case believes that they were conspiring to commit these murders and that they had a clear division of labor uh, and that they jointly committed crimes of robbery, kidnapping and homicide. Uh, so she, of course, is is claiming abuse and mental abuse. Um, mm -hmm. I really question, though, you know, at what stage do you actually participate in murders? that that is makes you yeah. a victim of abuse. I, you know, I, I've seen a lot of criminal behavior that you can see where that's coming from to actually literally participate in murder is a pretty big step. So they yeah. were Lau and Fa were together from 96 to 99. When Fa was arrested, uh, Lau used a bunch of different aliases and absconded across the country. Mm -hmm. She traveled around to a bunch of different cities living uh, doing part-time jobs in bars and kind of in the entertainment industry and just hid for a long time. She even had surgery to change her appearance to avoid arrest. None of this sounds like a victim to me. No. Wouldn't a victim, no. wouldn't that be what they would claim right up front? But I have to say this is in China and their legal system is much different than ours. And so maybe she didn't ever feel she would be believed. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't really feel that way, though. It doesn't. It doesn't. It feels to me like she did, you know, to some level, at least participate. Mm -hmm. She was arrested last year in November. And was charged with murder, robbery and kidnapping at least seven uh, deaths, just like her uh, boyfriend was. So she told the court she has been living in darkness for the past two decades and that she can finally sleep peacefully and no longer lives in fear of being caught by the police. So I don't know. Very curious to um, see she's facing trial for these seven deaths. I mean, her, her co-conspirator has already been, you know, um, executed. Yeah. Executed 20 years ago, executed. Yeah. And wow. so I don't know, we're going to follow this case. Cause I find this really interesting. I didn't know this story before reading about her um, coming to trial. Yeah. And so I, we're going to follow it, kind of see what happens with her trial and see the way that it goes. But that, um, that uh, defense that I was abused and therefore this isn't my fault. I, you know, I, I don't know that you can always take that at face value, but I think you can't always not take it at face value either. So I'm very curious right. to see what plays out here. Uh, JR, I'll give you the spelling of the name because some people are asking. Uh, yeah. It's Lao, L-A-O, and then her last name is Rongzi, R-O-N-G-Z-H-I. And her boyfriend was Fazaying, F-A-Z-I-Y-I-N-G. So, interesting case and definitely one we're going to follow, but we wanted to share it with you a little bit here because it some ways it's kind of solved, but what's the yeah. outcome going to be as far as she is concerned? Will she meet the same fate as her co-conspirator? We're not sure. So I want to follow this. Well, they're not moving as quickly, but of course it has been COVID this year. So that probably. Uh, right. I mean, you know, this is, yeah, she was arrested in November. So yeah. I think, you know, she's been in jail through all of COVID. So yeah. Hmm. pretty curious. It'll be interesting to see what rolls out with that for sure.
Yeah. All righty. Well, of course, we won't be here tomorrow night live as we normally are because, uh, you know, it's Christmas Eve. But yeah. we will be back next week with three new cases. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we will be live Wednesday night for updates again next week as well. Christy, what's the next installment of Spirit School? So the next installment of Spirit School is coming up on Sunday, the 27th. It is at 10 a.m. Mountain Time, and it is an Intro to Spirit Guides class. So if you're in Spirit School or if you want to be in Spirit School, make sure you have joined prior to that, and then you will have access to the live stream of that class. You can attend it live or you can watch it after the fact. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to get started on spirit guides because we've had lots of questions about spirit guides. And so we feel like yeah, that's a really good place to start. Yeah, we sure have. And we've got a good group growing over there at spirit school too. We that's sure really do. fun. Yeah. 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 It's going to be, I'm so excited to get really get ro- rolling with it. So it's going to be great. Me too. It's, it'll be nice for, to get through the end of the year and really, you know, get into January where January is just always a month that feels like a, an education, uh, yeah. The need for education. It'll be really fun to really dive into spirit school. Yeah. Yeah. So good. All righty. Well, you guys have a very Merry Christmas or, yes. well, Yule has passed, but however you choose to celebrate, mm-hmm. I hope that you guys uh, have an awesome time, however you choose to do it. Uh, if you are alone, if you are it's not a great day for you. Our hearts go out to you as well. I know that the holidays are a time that trigger a lot of grief and a lot of stress. And, you know, they, we want to pretend like everything's merry and bright all the time, but it isn't all the time. So, right. guys, our hearts go out to you either way, for sure. And definitely, uh, if you need a reading, if you want to talk to somebody, Christy and I will be around all weekend long. Mm-hmm. And you can contact us if you head over to our website which is truecrimeparanormalpodcast.com. And you can click uh, on either one of us and find out how to get a reading from us. And if, uh, you know, a reading or some energy work, a conversation is uh, something that you need, come and find us. We'll be around. Yeah. So thanks so much, you guys. Uh, We sure do appreciate you. You've been listening to True Crime Paranormal with the Psychic Sisters. Ho, ho, ho. (laughs) You're calling ho, ho. (laughs) (laughs) Bye, guys. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to like and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can always like and subscribe there as well. We also love comments and reviews. True Crime Paranormal is hosted by Katie Weaver and Christy Brower and produced by Christy Brower. True Crime Paranormal is a short girl productions podcast.